all the latest updates on your local and regional sports. This is Sports Talk on 92 WICB Ithaca. Hello everybody, I'm John Vacari. Thank you for spending time on this rainy Sunday on WICB listening to Sports Talk. This week we present two interviews and a recap of this week in local sports. We will hear from Ithaca College women's basketball senior Abby Field, who recently was honored at Senior Night last Friday. But first, I sat down on Friday with Ithaca College baseball coach David Valicente. Valicente is in his second season at the helm for the Bombers, and this season, IC is 7-5 after two wins against Vassar College yesterday. Today's home doubleheader against the Brewers was postponed to Wednesday due to inclement weather. In this interview, Coach talked about his Hall of Fame father, coaching through a pandemic, and expectations for this season. Here's Coach Valicente. Hello, everybody. I'm John Vacari here with Coach David Valicente. He is in his second season as head coach of the Ithaca College baseball team. Before that, he was the coach for three years at Wells College and an assistant at St. Joseph's University. Valicente played at St. Joe's and was named three times the most outstanding player. He played three years of professional baseball and now is currently the fourth head coach in IC baseball history, succeeding his father, Hall of Fame coach George Valicente. Coach, thank you for joining me. Yeah, John, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be with you here this morning. So first, right off the bat, obviously, it's been a pretty much a chaotic year with the pandemic. What issues have you faced this year, coaching, recruiting, all of this during a global pandemic? It's been, you know, John, it's been like a twilight zone we're living in here. Um, we're, we're taking it one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time, um, you know, with, it, with Ithaca's uh, initial response to bring us back and, um, you know, allow students on campus and permit us to um, start practicing uh, this spring was, um, you know, fantastic news for all of us. Um, and I can't say enough about, you know, how the administration has been and uh, everyone at Ithaca with their plan here to keep students and um, employees, staff and faculty safe. And uh, so we're very grateful for that. And, you know, um, the last several months have been uh, fantastic for us uh, after missing the fall and, and having those challenges with getting our season cut and not being able to practice and be with our new, you know, our new recruiting class and new players this fall. Um, having that opportunity to be with them, even though, you know, it was challenging, um, you know, being in groups and having to social distance and, um, but it was great getting to know them and we are still getting to know them, um, you know, so we're every day that we're out there and we're throwing the ball around and, and together as a team as a win for us. One of the things your father didn't have to do was coach during a pandemic, but I want to talk about the similarities and maybe the differences in your and his approach as a coach, obviously early on with Ithaca, only really the second season and first in terms of being full because last year was cut due to the pandemic. But what similarities or differences do you think are between you and your father's style? You know, I, you know, my dad and I are very close. Uh, you know, we're best friends essentially. And uh, we share a lot of the same views. Uh, but we disagree as well. Um, we have the same values. You know, I don't necessarily think that we are the same coach by any means. Um, he coached me my whole life, you know, uh, being a dad and, and growing up in, uh, in his house and, and obviously here at Ithaca College when I was younger. Um, but I never played for him baseball wise, you know, and I, I did experience him and heard a lot of stories about how, how he was as a coach. And, um, you know, I've developed my own style over the years with different managers I've played with. 
um, you know, different ways that I like to do things and go about my business and um, how I like uh, our players to represent themselves and carry themselves on the field. And, you know, a lot of those values are very similar to dad's, um, you know, but like I said, we're, we're very different. Uh, we have different styles in certain areas and we agree on other areas. Yeah, that's the beauty of baseball. There's so many different aspects of the game uh, that, that a lot of people don't realize, you know, that require a very unique set of skills and specific teaching and coaching and, and really how to relate to the players and how to connect with them and how, how to help them learn. Um, you know, the baseball side of things is, is just one aspect. It's um, how they carry themselves, you know, when they're not with us and not on the field and the expectations that we hold uh, for them to uh, be upstanding citizens in the community and represent themselves well in the classroom um, and to do the little things, you know, that, I think represents what dad has built and, you know, all the other coaches have built here uh, their whole life in terms of professionalism and attention to detail um, and, and doing the little things and going above and beyond, you know, what really will translate to the success on the field. Now shifting to this season, because obviously at the top, we talked about adjusting to the pandemic, but also like every season, Nithika, it's been adjusting to weather, postponement of games, having to play home games, not, at Freeman Field, how have you kept the team and your coaching staff focused on the task at hand? We are, you know, just by nature, baseball players and coaches are good to are good at adjusting on the fly, you know, um, changing fields, changing times. Uh, you know, we try and we try and tailor our workouts where guys are faced with adversity and challenges, and um, you know, so. Uh, we preach on learning how to be comfortable when you're uncomfortable, you know, and, and controlling what we can control. So um, they have been fantastic, our players and our coaching staff that, um, you know, the sacrifices that they've made and, um, you know, the commitment that they have to, to keeping our program safe and healthy. And they're, they're motivated to play and compete and, and win a championship this spring. And, um, you know, for them to, to be able to come here every day and follow the guidelines and expectations that we're asking them of um, has been fantastic. At the time of this recording, the team is 500. It comes out on Sunday. Today is Friday. So obviously there's a doubleheader tomorrow and a proposed doubleheader on Sunday as well. But how do you evaluate your team's performance thus far? We, you know, we're, we're really happy with the players that we have. Um, we're, we're very excited about our freshman class and uh, obviously our upperclassmen that are carrying, um, you know, that have carried a, a, a strong uh, responsibility here in the past uh, with their leadership and expectations. And, and those guys have done a nice job. Um, we're still, we're still figuring out what, who can do what, you know, and we're experimenting, we're moving guys around. Um, you know, we had to go through evals and, and everything indoors this spring without having a fall. So there's still a lot of question marks and, and guys need to get comfortable, you know, and start to, um, you know, believe in themselves a little bit. And, you know, we've seen a lot of positives um, and a lot of teaching points that um, I think puts us in a really good position for once conference starts here this weekend. Focus in on two of your upperclassmen, Buzz Shirley and Garrett Callahan. They're one and two on the stat sheet this season. You have relationships with both players. Shirley came over from Wells, and obviously Callahan's a senior and has been in the program. I was wondering what you think of their development over the last four years has been like. Uh, it's been great. You know, both of them have matured, um, you know, from being freshmen and, and seniors in high school coming to Ithaca, you know, from the stories I've heard of Garrett, you know, he's, he's really developed. He's highly motivated. He's established himself as a, 
you know, a, um, an A student in a business school, um, you know, and, and done a very nice job from an academic side of things. And, you know, he's also doing very well on the diamond, obviously, and um, has aspirations to play at the next level and, and professionally, and he's driven, he's motivated. Um, and Buzz is the same way, you know, it's funny recruiting, uh, how it's come back in full circle, recruiting Buzz to come play for me at Wells and, you know, the relationship we built there. Um, you know, he was, he was my, one of my top players at Wells and um, was a middle of the order hitter for me and a starter on the mound um, and was, you know, a big part of the success that we had. And, you know, he wanted to change academically and, um, you know, location wise and socially and the, and the move to Ithaca was best for him. Um, and I was supportive of that. And ultimately if he, he was able to help dad and, and um, you know, that last season he was there and, and Buzz's junior season. And that's all that, that we could ask for. And it's neat to be back uh, involved with him and, you know, coaching him here in his senior year. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been fun watching his transition. Finally, and you touched on this during the interview, but all the circumstances that you've gone through this year in terms of pandemic as a team, what is the expectation for the 2021 season? 2021, you know, we're, we're happy to be out competing. We're thrilled. You know, these guys, the smiles on their faces to be out and, um, you know, with a ball in their hand and a bat, swinging a bat and, and competing and playing against teams and traveling. Um, you know, if you were to ask me before the season started, if, if I would take a, a, you know, 20 game schedule, I'd be through the roof, you know, with, with the state status we were in and the stage we were in, you know, in preseason in the spring, um, and, you know, just the direction and the organization has been great. Um, you know, I, I still stand, you know, by our, um, you know, development this year and, and getting to, to know our guys and learn what they can do in these last, you know, several games. And, you know, I'm excited about once conference play starts and really looking forward to, you know, competing in the tournament and, and winning the, the Liberty League tournament. You know, that's always going to be a goal for us um, and to control what we can control and, you know, take every day like it, it could be our last and to, to really lock in on, on what we're asking them and, and what the expectations are. That was Ithaca College baseball coach David Valicente. Coach, thank you for joining me. Yeah, John, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Wish you guys all the best this spring. For WICB Sports Talk, I'm John Vicari. That was Coach David Valicente here on WICB Sports Talk. The Ithaca College Bombers baseball team's next game is on Wednesday, a home doubleheader at Freeman Field against Vassar College at 1 p.m. It was originally scheduled for today, but was postponed due to rain. Check at Bombers Radio Net on Twitter for updates regarding coverage of those games. Also this week, WICB's Clay Davis spoke with Ithaca College women's basketball senior Abby Field. Field played in 88 games as a Bomber, netting 294 points, 191 rebounds, and 39 steals over her tenure on the South Hill. She was a key player on two Liberty League regular season and playoff championship teams. In this interview, Field talked about being honored at senior night, her time in IC, and her post-graduation plans. Clay, take it away. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Clayton Davis, and I am here with Abby Field. Abby Field is a senior athletic training major from Manchester, New Hampshire. Abby had 84 points and 61 rebounds over the course of her junior year. Abby, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good, good. Doing great. Um, so obviously, you guys just recently had senior day. What was the experience of that um, after not being able to play basketball for a whole year? 
Um, it was it was pretty exciting to finally get to um, play a game and especially just to uh, actually get to play another team um, and get to put on our jerseys and go through the whole thing like we normally would. Um, so it was really good to have that um, sense of normalcy, um, especially for for senior night and for my last game at Ben Light. What, what was your what was your emotional outlook on playing your final game with IC? Um, it was bittersweet because, um, it was also my birthday. So that was pretty exciting. Um, that it all kind of timed out that way, but, um, I was just so excited to finally get to play a game. Um, so for it to be like the first and last home game was just a whole huge mix of bittersweet. Um, and I, I don't know what word would better describe it than that. So. That's really awesome that you got to have the culmination of both your birthday as well as your as your final final game as well. Um, just looking at the entire scope of what has happened with the COVID-19 pandemic, um, what adjustments have you had to make, um, especially in a leadership role as a senior, um, doing most of your activities over Zoom? Um, I think it was a lot of trying to focus on how to keep the team connected, even though we weren't all together. I mean, even once we were on campus, um, we were split into pods for most of the time. So there was um, separation that way too, even once we were in person. So I think it was just a lot of focusing on trying to push the people that were around you to do the best that they could do um, and doing what you could with the other pods when we had the ability to interact with them um, and just trying to keep everybody connected, which has been really difficult. Um, but I think that was the big goal was trying to keep everybody together so that um, they're in a good place going into next year. What was it? What was it like trying to develop the first and second year um, players that may you may not have as much connection to? Um, so, for better or for worse, we only had one first year who actually came to campus. Um, so I think, in some ways, it actually wasn't you know super difficult to kind of connect with Hannah and just get her integrated into the team a little bit because it was only her. She was the only one we had to worry about really like, you know, making sure she understood what our culture was and how the team worked and things like that. Um, so honestly, if that part I really didn't think was that hard because the sophomores know the kind of work ethic we wanted to have in practices, even if they weren't, you know, didn't feel like a real practice. Um, and so it was really just getting Hannah to come along and buy into that. And I think that wasn't an issue at all. She was working really hard the whole time. So there was, honestly, that part was pretty easy this year. We're talking to Abby Field on 92 WICB Sports Talk. Abby, looking at the full scope of your career here at IC, what has been a favorite memory of yours and what do you think you have left um, as a legacy here at IC? Um, I think some of my favorite memories would probably be when we won the Sweet 16 game to go to the Elite Eight, um, that was pretty exciting. Um, just how excited we all got um, in that gym and in the locker room afterwards, like nothing will beat that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as far as like my legacy here, I hope that it's having fun and working hard because being an athletic training major, it was especially this semester where I've had to play basketball and do my clinical at the same time where usually there's not as much overlap. 
um, it's been, I've put in so much work um, and sacrificed a lot of my time and energy to be a part of the team and try to, you know, make the team better, even if it didn't mean that I was getting a lot of minutes, you know, in my previous seasons. Um, so I really think, I really hope that my legacy is being a good teammate, working hard and just having fun with it and making the most of it while you've got it. Definitely for sure. Now, after IC, you were going to grad school for athletic training. How excited are you for the different opportunities that you're going to have with that? I'm very excited. I am definitely sad to leave Ithaca, but I think going to the University of South Carolina is just going to be such a completely different environment in every way, like just a bigger school, completely different part of the country. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited to, to continue moving forward um, and be happy with what I got here and move on um, and go and make some new memories, find some new hobbies to get into now that I'm done with basketball. Yeah, that's really great. That's really awesome that, um, that you're pursuing a career in that. Um, Abby, my final question for you, you spoke of hobbies. Um, do you have any special hobbies or interests outside of playing basketball that you would like to share? Um, actually, my sister just sent me a puzzle made of pictures of us and my newest thing since quarantine has been doing puzzles. <laughs> and I used to do them all the time as a kid. And that's kind of started again. So I've got like 10 or 11 puzzles in my room right yeah. now. So <laughs> that's really, really awesome. Well, Abby, thank you so much. Um, really, uh, you know, we really had a great time um, covering you and everything. And we, um, you know, we hope for the best in your future endeavors. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for WICB Sports Talk and the Bomber Radio Network, I'm Clayton Davis. That was Abby Field with WICB's Clay Davis. Well, it was probably not the senior night the IC women's basketball team would have pictured as first years, but during these times to coordinate a night to honor the seniors and play an exhibition game was still special indeed. Seniors with one year left of eligibility include Grace Cannon, Megan Yawman, and Kelly Lamar, who all intend on returning and playing in the 2021-2022 season. Well, this week was an eventful one on the South Hill and in Tompkins County, so let's take a look at highlights from this past week. We begin with the Ithaca College men's lacrosse team who played Clarkson University yesterday right here on WICB. The Golden Knights outscored the Bombers 4-1 in the last quarter but had their comeback just fall short as the Bombers won 12-11 to improve to 3-1 on the season. Junior goalie Connor Thornton saved 22 of 33 shots including 5 in the fourth quarter. Senior Connor Brumfield led the way for IC with four goals, while Clarkson junior Brian Penny had five points, three goals, and two assists. Men's lacrosse next opponent is the number one team in the country, the RIT Tigers. That game is in Rochester on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Ithaca College softball swept yesterday's home doubleheader against Union College. Starters senior Beth Fleming and sophomore Riley Piramali threw complete games, with both allowing four hits and only one run. Fleming had five strikeouts and Piramali had four. In today's doubleheader, the Bombers won the first game 4-0 and Beth Fleming was again dominant in the circle. She threw an 124-pitch complete game, allowing no runs and two hits. The Bombers next will play a doubleheader Wednesday against SUNY Cortland with first pitch at 3 p.m. in Cortland. 
Ithaca women's lacrosse faced off against Union College this past Friday. It was an offensive showcase that the Bombers were the victors in by a score of 24-22. to Liberty League leader in goals, senior Jackie Halleck tallied nine, while four other Bombers scored more than three goals. IC remains undefeated at 7-0 on the season. They welcome the University of Rochester on Friday at 4 p.m. at Higgins Stadium. IC women's track and field competed in the Cortland Challenge today on the campus of SUNY Cortland. Ithaca finished first in the 4 by 100 meter relay. The group was anchored by senior Sarah Lackenmayer and included junior Caitlin Hutchinson and sophomore Sarah Brown and Annalise Velasquez. Lackenmayer also won the 400 meter race with a time of 1 minute and 15 tenths of a second, and Hutchinson finished ahead of the pack in the 200 meter with a time of 25.5 seconds. The men's track and field team will compete in the Cortland Challenge tomorrow afternoon. Ithaca women's tennis beat SUNY Cortland nine matches to zero on Wednesday, but lost eight matches to one yesterday against St. Lawrence. On Wednesday, there were six single matches and three doubles, and Ithaca were on top across the board. Not one game went to a third set, with the most dominant performance coming from sophomore Caroline Hers, who defeated her opponent six games to nil in both sets. On Saturday, it was a different story with only one bomber notching a win, and that was sophomore Sarah Suspito, who won in two sets in the final single match of the afternoon. Ithaca Women's Golf played their first event of 2021 yesterday and finished first in the Cortland shootout. They beat the Red Dragons by 59 strokes. Senior Sophia Israel shot a 78, the best in the Ithaca clubhouse. High school football was played this weekend in Section 4. Notable games were Horseheads defeating Newark Valley 35-18, Lansing beating Moravia 32-14, Tioga remained undefeated beating Groton 37-14, Waverly routed Dryden 55-12, and Spencer Van Enkandor dropped 70 on Trumansburg beating them by 36 points. Ithaca High School versus Corning was canceled. And finally, Ithaca baseball alum and current Arizona Diamondback Tim LaCastro broke the Major League Baseball record for stolen bases at the start of a career without being caught. He is a perfect 28 for 28. The Auburn native's cleats he wore when breaking the record will be displayed two hours away from Auburn at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. That will do it for this edition of Sports Talk. But don't forget that there is a plethora of sports coverage on our networks in addition to Sports Talk every Sunday. During the week, you can catch sportscasts on both WICB and VIC. Here on 91.7 FM from 6 to 8 a.m. noon and 3 to 5 p.m. at the 46-minute mark of the hour. And on VIC, tune in from 6 to 8 a.m. noon and 3 to 5 p.m. at the 28-minute mark. Also, be sure to tune in to the weekend sports talk shows on VIC, airing Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Shows discuss topics ranging from local to professional sports. Of course, this week those shows will not air live on VIC because of the 50-hour marathon. The 50-hour marathon, which will be simulcasted on WICB as well, is supporting the Ithaca Children's Garden. Though be sure to check out at Bombers Radio Net on Twitter for the latest updates regarding our coverage of IC Athletics for this week and the rest of the semester. Special thanks to Manager of Radio Operations Jeremy Menard and WICB Station Manager Sam Ives. I'm WICB Sports Director John Vacari. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Ithaca Now is coming up next.